Welcome to season four of your next mission video podcast. We have a great show for you today. In commemoration of Memorial Day, we're excited to have Karen Wooster of Reefs Across America with us. She'll tell us the history behind this wonderful organization and how in 2022, three million volunteers placed 2.7 million reefs on graves all across America. She'll also talk about their mission of teaching our youth the values of service, sacrifice, patriotism, and the responsibilities of freedom. You won't want to miss this one. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome to Your Next Mission video podcast, where we tell the stories of those who have served in the past and those who are serving today. From transition to financial wellness, VA benefits to mental health, we cover issues facing veterans, active military, and their families. Now here's your host, the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army and co-founder of the American Freedom Foundation, Jack L. Tilley. Hello out there, warriors, past and present, your families, and thank you for your service to our great country. Now before we get started, I... I personally want to thank our presenting sponsors, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue Global, and USAA for making your next mission happen. They love our veterans and families, and I'm going to say it every week, we love them too. As I said earlier, we have a, a great show today. We'll be remembering all those who have made the ultimate sacrifice in the service to our country on this Memorial Day. And I'm so honored to introduce uh, Karen Wooster, Executive Director of Reefs Across America. Karen, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me, and thank you, sir, for your service. Well, God bless you. Karen, before we get into any of the stuff, we want to talk about all this stuff. Before we do that, could you tell the audience just a little bit about yourself? <laughs> well, I'm a middle-aged lady, probably on the old age lady side. I'm proud American, so proud of this country and those who've served and built it. I've got six kids and nine grandkids. And like I said, just a passion to make sure that my kids, my grandkids enjoy the same freedoms that that we have growing up in this country. Oh, God bless. Six kids. I got, I've only got, I think I've got, well, I don't think, I got two grandkids and I've got four great grandbabies now. So I'm just, I'm building up here a little bit. Karen, would you would you please tell us about the history of reefs across America and, and what it was the you know the motivation for starting this organization and, and what's the mission? Well, reefs across America wasn't planned. Um, my family had been in the balsam products business for actually my husband started it back in '74, the year that we got married, and he made reefs. He it was a cottage industry, and then he sold them around to food stands and grocery stores. And then he actually helped develop mail order business for Boston Reeves. And uh, so, fast forward to 1992, and he had a surplus of reeves that year. And it was the middle of winter in the middle of Maine, and not too many people wanted to buy those reeves because they all are involved in the making of those reeves. So he recalled a trip that he'd won as a paper boy. Um, when he was only 12 years old, which was a long time ago. And uh, one of the things that he got to see, the trip was to Washington, D.C., was Arlington National Cemetery. And even as a kid, it just stayed with him. The, it, it, it is something to see and very humbling. So he, being the patriot that he always had been, um, wanted to do something meaningful, 
said, maybe I can take these and the kids and go put these on graves at Allenton as a thank you for my family, as a lesson for our children. And unbelievably, he made uh, some calls to some state politicians and they reached out to the cemetery. Um, the cemetery called in, a, I think there were like 12 total volunteers. And we loaded up the truck. We actually loaded up a volunteer uh, trucking company, Bluebird Ranch Trucking Company, uh, said, yeah, we'll haul them. You bring them. And we went down. My husband went with um, some kids, one of our kids, some others. And they drove right through, worked all day placing those wreaths on the graves. And um, they're in the oldest section of the cemetery. Section 27 is actually Civil War section. But um, when they come home, they impacted that had on them. They repeated names and started looking up things and it just really moved us. And so we just committed as long as they'd let us do that, we would take Reese to Arlington. So we did that as a family um, until 2005. And in 2005, it happened that there was a Pentagon photographer at the cemetery. He took the what we call the iconic picture of the wreaths. They it had snowed a little bit. The green wreaths with red bows against those stones was was beautiful and breathtaking. And uh, long story short, they put it on the internet, and um, that was in December. By January of uh, 2006, we had just been inundated with people that is this real? How can we help? We want to do this. Is you know we don't believe this, and can you prove this is real? And um, People started sending money, and our little company had to start hiring somebody to help send money back, and it just grew from that. Um, people wanted to, if it was true, they wanted to be part of what we were doing. Yeah. So um, it it just it grew from that. Um, by 2006, um, when we got ready to go to Allenton, it had blossomed into us stopping along the routes so people could talk to us and wish us on our way and and just want to get involved. So this 501c3 that was actually formed in 2007 was just other people wanting to be involved with what we were doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, first of all, thank you for what you guys are doing. It's incredible. And I could see how people would really like to get involved. You know, at the opening statement, I said, you know, we had, uh, you had 3 million volunteers and you placed I want 2.7 million uh, reefs and graves across uh, across America. I, you know, I, I can't. I'm trying to fathom that. That is incredible. But how do you get the volunteers? And and really, how do you get the volunteers? How do you find all the locations that you want to go to? Well, I I'd like to take credit for it, but I'm not going to because we have the most incredible volunteers, and they literally come to us, and they always have. Yeah. Um, lots of times they'll attend a, a ceremony somewhere else, and then they'll say, how can we bring this to our own community? And although we do almost all of the national and state cemeteries, our largest growth now is communities that want, want their loved ones honored. We will go anywhere there's a uh, United States veteran buried, including overseas. We've, we've made two trips overseas, and we'll be resuming that this year. And people just go to ReesCrossAmerica.org if they're interested in participating. We will send them that my husband is a founder, still donates ceremonial wreaths, um, which includes a wreath represents each branch of the military plus POW MIA. And they can have a ceremony. There's simple directions. What's, what's kind of incredible that we don't say enough about it is that we do this at the same time on the same day all over the country. I mean, it's crazy. 
Um, people said it couldn't be done, but never underestimate the people. Sometimes <laughs> you have to mix, forget about the top. I will say initially when it started to to grow, we reached out to the President's Remembrance Council and told them what we wanted to do and that we wanted to do it all at once and and all that. And um, they said that's not possible. So then we hung up the phone and went to the people. Yeah. Um, we worked early on with the Civil Air Patrol, great organization, um, Auxiliary of the Air Force, uh, brought the kids in. And one of the, the biggest things that we did, we really listened to what the people were saying. Yeah. And that's that's really how the mission was formed from listening to Gold Star families and veterans and just the need that was there yeah. to, you know, yeah. I can't take a lot of credit for it. It's grown <laughs> because of the people. Well, well, you should take a lot of credit because you're doing a tremendous job. I, I, as you was talking, I was thinking I used to have had a, a, a boss that I worked, General Eric Shinseki. Uh, he used to have a, a great saying. He said, people... Uh, just need to roll their sleeves up and get the job done. And that's and when you're talking, I'm thinking about you. So you just rolled the sleeves up, didn't ask anybody to help you. Just said it's the right thing to do, and and got out there and did it. You you sure? I, I'm sure, I'm sure you have a lot of a lot of stories about how uh, how this program really impacted the lives, not only the veterans and families, but uh, the volunteers who participated. Can, do you have a story you can share with us about uh, you know how it impacted some of those lives? Well, we hear the stories all the time, but I will tell you what a realization for me was because I had had worked with so many people, and I I remember the first time ever that I um, we had a group of Gold Star mothers that wanted to go on the convoy, and and the convoy now we take a whole week to go to Allenton, and we stop at schools and municipalities and and talk about the mission, which is remember the fallen, honor those that serve, and most importantly teach. But I was about to meet some Gold Star mothers, and frankly, I had never met a Gold Star mother. And it was late at night. I was in a little makeshift office that we had been had been donated to us. And uh, these women were supposed to go to their hotel. Instead, they decided to stop at my office. And I literally did not know what I was going to say to these women. And um, they came through the door like a house of fire. And before I knew it, we were talking. And they were talking about their kids. And I was talking about my kids. And they, they just talked about their children and whether they had one or two, but those children included the children that they had lost, yeah. um, that they had buried, you know, uh, in service, that had died in service to country. And um, I remember by 1130, we we, we were fast friends. Um, they left to go to the hotel and I had about a two mile, three mile drive to my house. But when I got in my car and started driving home, I was overcome at that moment with, because I call my kids every night, all of them, every one of them, every night. And these moms can't do that. So how they keep their children alive is by sharing those stories. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks that that's the sacrifice. It's life. It's not statistics. And these moms, who many of them my age, um, love this country so much when they've given so much. Yeah. And they have great lessons to teach us about sacrifice. And they have great le lessons to teach us about responsibility because yeah. freedom isn't free, but it's also fluid and it's still being paid for. And who's going to pay the check a generation from now if we don't teach kids what's so wonderful about this country? Yeah, I uh, I think God puts people on earth to do specific things. And yeah, I'm sure that uh, God puts you on this earth to do what you're currently doing. So. You know, thank you for, you know, what you're doing. 
And during the prep call, you you said something really uh, <laughs> that I've that I've never heard before, but it really really resonated with me. Veterans die twice. Uh, once when their heart stops, and once when people stop saying their name. That's that's uh that's incredible. That's, that's yeah, a, and I a, and I and I I didn't make that up. Yeah, and I yeah. can't tell you who said it first, but I'll tell you as we um, way back when my husband and, and the kids first went to Allenton, and they just said you find yourself saying the names out loud. And it was, and so my husband always said, when we place these wreaths, we're going to pause. We're not decorating graves. We're going to stop and we're going to pause and make a connection with this person. Yeah. And then it was a few years later that somebody brought me that quote. And when I shared it with some of the Gold Star families, and it, it's so very true that um, a headstone is so important. It shows their resting place. It documents them. But uh, years years later, another quote that I heard, and I actually have it written on my desk, was by Pericles, who said, what you leave behind is not what's engraved in a stone monument, but what's woven into the lives of others. And the way that we can weave that history of these people that sacrificed for our freedom is to speak those names to our kids and make it personal. It's not about you know, get out the flag, it's Memorial Day. It's get out the flag every day and remember that these people are part of your own history and heritage, make it personal, say the names, and keep that alive. So as important as, as the fact that this year we're on track, we'll do 3 million reads at probably 4,000 locations, and every name will be spoken out loud on that day. And that's powerful. And yeah. that makes kids understand and people understand. There's yeah. a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. Karen, don't go anywhere. we got to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back here. We're, we're talking with Karen Wooster, Executive Director of Reefs Across America, and you're watching your next mission video podcast with me, your host, Jack Hiltilly, 12 Star Major Army. And don't forget, if you're enjoying this discussion, please like us, click on that subscribe button below. Also, click on the bell next to the subscribe button to receive notifications of all of our upcoming video podcasts. Karen, you said that uh, the biggest part of the mission of Reefs Across America is not just placing the reefs on the graves, but it, it's about teaching. What do you mean by that? Well, I think that, uh, you know, Ronald Reagan said we're one generation away from, you know, freedom being extinct. If we don't teach the kids what's good about this country, and and I may have shared with you when we talked earlier that um, somebody who I greatly admire and listen to is Roger Donlan, who's the first Medal of Honor recipient for the Vietnam War, received his medal back then, and uh, has lived a long life. And I interviewed him um, myself. Uh, oh, God, it's probably been a couple of years ago now. And I said, Roger, what's number one thing that this organization can do to impact freedom and remembering? And he didn't bat an eye. He said, we need to teach kids to love this country because they're bombarded with things. It's, things, it's not like it used to be. Patriotism begins at home, but even home life is different in you know, when we're, we're what, 20 or plus years away from uh, 9-11. So kids today don't understand what a threat to freedom is. And they don't even understand what freedom is. And it, it, I think we take it for granted. So we need to teach kids the cost of freedom. We need to teach them the importance of freedom. But we also need to teach kids to take responsibility for freedom. Yeah. Because it's not, it's moving. It's living. It's something that has to be nurtured. And uh 
So by teaching through the stories of great courage and character, by teaching kids, um, and I think about this all the time, and every year we have a theme, and our theme uh, this year is serve and succeed, because kids are bombarded with things on the news that show our American veterans, our heroes, as disabled, somebody who's lost their limbs or somebody who's, you know, you see uh, the the 22 a day or you see homeless. And we need to be vigilant and, you know, supporting those issues. But we also need to show children that there are thousands and thousands of people who have served and taken those skills that they learned in the military and life skills that they've learned there and gone on to succeed and be great mentors to other people. So Serve and Succeed has been an opportunity for us to show kids that you can get great tools by serving in the military and learn more about your country and learn more about yourself by participating in keeping freedom alive. Yeah, well, one of the things, too, that people don't realize, you know, I'd, I'd, only 1% of our country is serving the military. And and I, I went back, and I don't really actually know the number, but but I did go back a while back, and I looked at it, it says in a revolutionary word, like 650,000 people in Vietnam was 58,220. So I would probably guess, I'm guessing a little bit, but probably over a million people have died in, for the freedoms of our country. Uh, and, I, and I think the other thing that has to happen is, is just like we're doing right now, people need to tell their story. Uh, to younger adults so they understand. I'm not sure they'll understand. Some of them will, some of them won't. But but I think we need to do all we can. That's why we're doing this show, to to make sure we educate our country about the things that people are doing and the things that people have done. The, the last thing I'll say here before we take a quick break is that that there's a lot of people that go to war that come back with scars, uh, scars that you just, you, you know, you just can't see. I mean, I was... For myself personally, I was overran, twenty wounded, seven killed. But there's still things that that uh, that is just hard to talk about. Uh, that makes me tear up, and, and it just it's just tough. But it just, it's the way it is. I love this country, and I think that uh, that we need to do all we can uh, each and every day, just like you're doing. God bless you again for for what you're doing. Karen, we're going to take another quick break, a commercial break. We'll be right back. We've got a lot more to talk about, so don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're watching Your Next Mission video podcast. You're watching Your Next Mission video podcast, proudly presented by Navy Federal Credit Union, the most trusted credit union owned by members of the military community, serving all branches of the armed forces and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Purdue Global. You're ready for a comeback, and with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. USAA. Show it! Oh. A promise is a trust not to be broken, I whether spoken with an oath swear. or sealed with oh. a pinky. And after 100 years, USAA is still taking care of the military community and their families. That's their mission always. For more, visit USAA.com. Now back to your host, the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army, Jack L. Tilley. Welcome back. We're blessed to be here today with Karen Wooster, Executive Director of Reefs Across America. And I want all of our viewers to reach out to him directly. Tell us about your transition. You know, I want to help you as much as I can. Tell us what topics you'd like us to cover. Uh, it's it's not my show, it's our show. So tell us what you want us to talk about. 
You can call or text me at 844-424-1134, and I'll reach out to you. Or send me an email at uh, smatilly at yournextmission.org. Karen, uh, we're heading into our final segment with you today. And I, I just, first of all, I want to say I've really enjoyed talking to you. But I just have a, just a couple of more questions here. Would you tell us about the, the Remember Tree program? I guess you have a Remember Tree program up there. What, what is it? <laughs> well, again, it's a Remember Tree program, and it was, uh, it was just a personal gesture. We had, um, as we'd gotten further into Roots Across America, we made a lot of friends with Gold Staff families. And there were a couple of Gold Staff families that members. One was actually a wife. One was a Gold Staff sister. And they loved being here on the land where the balsam is grown. And so my husband, one day, he he just said, let's make a dog tag and let them place it on the tree. And the significance is it's a living monument to them because every third year, just the tips, the boughs are clipped off the tree and they're woven into veterans wreaths, which go literally all over the world. So we took them out and let them pick a tree. And it was emotional. And and that's just what they said. They said, this is different than the stone. This is different. This is something that keeps their memory literally alive and reaching. And uh, so they're wonderful women, but they went to their um, respective groups. Uh, one was a Goldstar um, mom, like I said. So she took the thought to the Goldstar Mothers Convention. And long story short, we now have over 16,000 dog tags oh, wow. uh, nestled in the branches. And, and it's breathtaking, like it, it's at sunset, you know, on a cool summer evening with the breeze. You can hear them. Um, over time, we've had requests. We, we have one eight-acre area that literally has a dog tag for every Medal of Honor recipient since that program started. And it's a great teaching opportunity. So, They'll bring school buses and kids get to walk among these trees and read the dog tags. And as we place a dog tag out in the woods and, and uh, down East Maine, we use a microphone and we say the names. We say the names because it's so important um, that you remember that these statistics represent lives, not just the lives of the people that died, but they represent the pain and and loss of the family who has to go on without them. And so it's powerful stuff. And the dog, the Remember Street program is free. It's at readsacrossamerica.org. You can find it under programs. You fill out the information you want on the tag. And if you can't get here, we'll place it for you. Yeah. As you were talking, I guess you would probably have, do you have a lot from Vietnam or, or Iraq or, or a mixture of all above, I guess? Some, some groups, like there are some groups that want to have their own section, you know, so we'll we'll actually put a sign up that says this section is dedicated to. There's one section that's for um, LEOs who served in the military and then went into law enforcement. So it's up to the people where they want to go. Um, we keep everything, we diagram everything so we can take people back to their trees. And it's really funny. People will come and visit their trees. It's a really emotional. I'll tell you a quick story. We had one uh, young woman who she was in Afghanistan and she lost um, in a chemical accident. She actually worked as a, um, like a hostess. I'm not a hostess, but she was the first person to introduce generals and, and that sort of thing, really showing my ignorance about that. But anyway, she became exposed to a chemical and it caused this like an explosion of blood clots. Long story short, she lost her leg and she lost most of her eyesight. She's legally blind and she was struggling. So she came to one of our events um, and she tagged a tree. 
And as she, I'm going again here, sorry, as she tagged the tree, she really sobbed. And, you know, we were feeling bad if we triggered something. And uh, when she finally composed herself, she said, this was an epiphany for me. Because like this tree that lost its branches and continues to give, I lost my limbs, but I still have much to offer. And that things like that, you know, they stick with you. And those are simple things, just simple things, simple ways for people to tell their story and, and get that pain out. What we do at Reese Across America is very healing. It's very healing when you can go to Arlington National Cemetery. And the, the year before COVID, I was on top of the Women's Memorial watching people come in. And they stopped counting at 90,000 people. Wow. And I remember standing there with tears running down my face because I'm thinking, these people are left and right in all colors and walks of life and faith. And they're all here for a common mission. And they came in peaceably and they went and they placed these wreaths and said the names. And you looked out across and you see these families with a little kid in a stroller running their fingers over the name of somebody and really teaching their kids. And they could teach from whatever perspective they want to. But they were there as a community and they all came together. And when you think about that this year, 4,000 um, cemeteries all over the country and the same thing, people from all walks, our, our rules are we're all inclusive, we're non-political, and we're there to honor, remember, teach. And it's powerful to see the healing and just bringing together people. Because if you can, if you can rally around one thing, then you can have a beginning to to bring us back together. I think. Mm. Wow. I, I, uh, I, I, again, I can't. I, man, I can't thank you enough. You also have a a sponsorship program that provides money for nonprofit partners. What kind of impact are, are you having with that? Well, that's that's kind of crazy. I think early on, one of the things we decided that it would be disingenuous for us to have the mission remember on a teach and not work with other people who've been doing the same thing for many years. Um, we work with, you know, local VFWs, American Legions, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. Um, we work with the Gary Sinise Foundation and we work with a, you know, teenager in a community that wants to raise dollars for a guide dog for somebody in their community. And what you do is you sign up as a um, sponsorship group, and for every wreath that you get sponsored for your community, um, you get $5 of that to put towards your nonprofit or your mission. And it's unbelievable. It's I know during COVID, um, we, we just thrived during COVID. I don't know if it brought people closer to family or closer to the feeling of country, and we were able to help other organizations thrive and to date we've given back more than 20 million dollars and most of those are veteran support organizations that we work with wow congratulations how, how can people help is there a website or a phone number yeah reasonacrossamerica.org i do just want to get in a plug for our teach program um the most important part of this mission to me is teach we yeah. have to teach the next generation and give my generation and others a reminder that freedom isn't free and we have full curriculum for all ages. We're all the time uh, running program. All of it is free. You can get it on Teacher Pay Teacher, absolutely free. Or you can get go to the website um, under programs and find all of our teach. It's so, so, so important. There are one-off projects. If you, for instance, want Memorial Day or Fourth of July, there are things you can download for your grandchildren 
and start talking to kids about being responsible because freedom is a gift, but it's a gift is alive as a puppy and we're all responsible to nurture it and feed it and take care of it. It will not be here. We have to bring the focus back to how important it is. And I teach mission. Um, We have a, we have a um, a mobile education exhibit. that goes all over the country that can be requested as well at readsacrossamerica.org. And I would be remiss not to mention that we work in conjunction with other 501c3s and have Reads Across America Radio, which is a veteran's voice, where we share all information we can about services available, not only for veterans um, in need, but for their families as well. And all those things you can find at readsacrossamerica.org. My goodness. Thank, I, first of all, again, thank you so much for, for what <laughs> you do. To, I do. I have to tell you. No, no, go I ahead. I, I appreciate you thanking me. But this, like almost no other organization, every single location, the responsibility becomes out of somebody local, a volunteer. Yeah. They go and get their sponsorships. They represent us. We have, you know, we have people coming to us every day. And of those, we, based on the traffic to our events, we a third of our volunteers are kids and they deserve all the credit. And if anybody is discouraged about the, the state of where we are in this country with patriotism, all we're doing is trying to keep ahead of these amazing volunteers and connecting the dots and keeping us focused and providing tools so that they can share the mission with their communities because this is volunteer just driven. And I thank them for pushing me out of my comfort zone and making me the executive director <laughs> because it's been a true blessing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very grateful and I'm thankful for you to give us this opportunity. Well, I'll rephrase that then. I'll say thanks to all the volunteers and you for all you guys are doing. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that works. Hey, first of all, let me let me say this amazing discussion. I know uh, you want to give credit to everybody, but uh, but but you are, and your volunteers are doing a wonderful job. Any final thoughts? Anything that maybe we want we missed when we was talking? Anything you want to share with the audience? No, I, I've, I've been thinking a lot about Memorial Day, as everybody does, and it, it always comes back to one thing for me, that, you know, many of these young people, as they did heroic things or were just in the wrong place as they died, that the the best the best way to honor them is to take care of what they died for, and that's our freedom. And we really need to be mindful that we we stand up. We stand up for freedom, and we stand up for our rights, and we teach our children that their voice isn't just to say, hey, what about me? I want this. I want that. With freedom comes responsibility. And I think that's one of the most important things we can do as parents, as citizens, is to really take a look, peel back the onion and see what we can do to make ourselves and our commitment to freedom stronger. Well said. God bless you. Again, I thank you and your volunteers (laughs) for... uh, all that you do. Uh, unbelievable. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks to Karen Wooster from Reefs Across America for being with us today. I'm Jack Altilly, 12th Sergeant Major of the Army. You've been watching your next mission video podcast. And, and thank you for watching it. This is an incredible show talking about loyalty, dedication, enthusiasm, motivation. Never forgetting that freedom is not free. It's about us. It's about all of us. Please visit our website at yournextmission.org and leave me a review. I always say, I hope it's a good review, but if it's not, I guess 
Again, I guess I can take that. You can also visit our nonprofit partners there who can provide you with so many services that will assist you in your, your transition from the military. Also, please visit our, our corporate partners and see all the jobs that are available. Please know we, myself, Karen, and, and all of our volunteers, <laughs> want to help you any way we can. Please follow me on all my personal social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and, and Rumble. And if you enjoyed this discussion with Karen, and I know that you have, please like us. Click on that subscribe button below. Don't forget, we want to hear from you. Please leave me a message or send me a text at 844-424-1134. Send me an email at smatilly at yournextmission.org. Thanks again to Karen Wooster for joining us today. It was just incredible. It was just, just great having her on the show. You know, uh, Memorial Day is something special for, for all of us. It's a, it's a day of remembering the kind of sacrifices our veterans made for this country. You know, the, uh, the other day I, I was thinking about when I was in the Pentagon and, and all the people that uh, probably throughout my life that I'd seen die in war. And so uh, I sat down and I tried to uh, remember the names of those people. And what was really a shame is I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember the names, and I couldn't remember the people that had died. You see, somebody does die twice. Once when your heart stops, and the second time is when you stop saying their names. So this is a special day. Don't forget. Again, thanks for watching. Thanks to New Mind Studios and, of course, our presenting sponsors, Navy Federal Grade Union, Purdue Global, and USAA. We appreciate all you do for our military. And as always, see you on the high ground. hoo You've been listening to Your Next Mission, brought to you by the American Freedom Foundation. Learn more by visiting yournextmission.org.